Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. Good morning, good morning. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. People from every nation and time, from generation to generation, we worship you. Hey! Hallelujah, hallelujah, we pray. Come on, y'all. I dare you to worship him this morning for who he is. Shall you? Hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you. Hey! My God, so good. Yeah, I dare you to worship him. You are come on now. You are good all the time. You are good all the time. Where you worship at this morning? You are good. Hey, I dare you to worship him today. You are, my God. There we go. I see them hands waving. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. Come on, y'all. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. Let that be your center today. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. Right there, that's the baseline. Lord, you are good and your mercy endure it forever. No matter the situation. Lord, you are oh, oh, right there. From generation to generation, we worship you. My God, hallelujah, hallelujah, we worship you. 
crazy this morning. We watch you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. We watch you for who you are. We watch you. Hey! Hallelujah, hallelujah. Somebody say, I don't feel like that this morning. You gotta feel like this. Cause he is good. Hey. I see y'all praising him. Hallelujah. We show you for who you are. 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 For who you are so good. That's got to be the baseline this morning. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. That's got to be the baseline this morning. Lord, you are good. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, Lord, you are good. I don't care what the noise says in your head. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. I don't care what the story is telling. No, Lord, you are good. I don't care what the situation looks like in your household. No, Lord, you are good. I don't care what they are saying to you at work. No, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good and your mercy endures forever. You are so good. You are so faithful. My God, you are King of Kings. You are Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. It does not matter the circumstance. It does not matter the situation. It doesn't matter what your eyes are seeing. As a matter of fact, in this season, you cannot afford to trust your eyes. You cannot afford to trust your eyes. You're going to have to let your spirit lead you. Lord, you are good. 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 That's got to be the stance today. Lord, you are good. You are everywhere you go. People, how you doing? God is good. God is good. Lord, you are good. You are good. It does not matter. You are so good. Even if your body is presenting to you a different factor. No, Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. God, you good. You so, so good. You so, so good. No matter the circumstance, no matter the situation, Lord, you are so, so good. Lord, you are so, so faithful. My God, you are provider. My God, you are protector. My God, don't lean into your own understanding. Do not lean into your own understanding because if you lean into your own understanding, you might follow your own path and way. No, um, you good. I'm setting the precedent there. You good. No matter the circumstance, you good. No matter the situation, you good. No matter the mistakes I made, you good. You are so good. You are so good. You are so good. You are so good. Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are so good. Just make the next couple of minutes about him. Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are so faithful. You are so faithful. You are so good. You are so good. You are so understanding. My God, even when we being corrected, you still good. My God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Miraculous are your ways. You are so good. You are so faithful. You are so faithful. You do not forget about us. You do not leave us. You do not forsake us. My God, you got to get this out your 
mouth. You got to get this out your mouth. You got to get this out your mouth. The enemy loves to keep you from praising God. The enemy loves to keep you in a place in a situation where he does, he loves to shut off your words because he knows by your words you are acquitted, by your words are condemned. He loves to shut off your words because he knows in your words are the power of life and death. So we speak life today and we sign it off with Lord, you are good. Lord, you are so good. Lord, you are so faithful. You are so, so good. You are so, so faithful. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. You are so, so good. You are so, so good. You are so good. My God, you are so good, God. You are so faithful. Don't lean into your understanding understanding this morning because you'll start making stuff up. You'll, you'll start presenting a different situation. You'll start talking about something different when the Lord thy God is good. Don't even, don't, don't, don't lean into your own understanding. Don't start trying to figure out the ways that he's good. Just accept the fact that he is good. Just accept the fact that he is, come on, Selena. Just accept the fact that he is good. Just accept the fact, no, he's good. And if he goes before me and he rear, is my rear guard, then every situation is good. You got to say that out your own mouth. You got to say that out your own mouth. Don't let the devil shut you up. Type it in the comments. Post, no, God is good. Lord, you are 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 faithful. My God, you are good and you are faithful. You are good and you are faithful faithful, Lord God. You are good and you are so faithful, Father God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And if the great one lives inside of me, my God, I dare you, I dare every last one of you to drop that in the comments today. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Let's shake up the atmosphere. Let's be in a hundred percent agreement. Lord, you are good. Lord, you are good. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. You got to say that the great one lives in me. The great one lives in me. The great one lives in me. The great one lives. If the great one lives in me, you better, you got to kind of pat your chest when you say that. You got to say that with some confidence. You got to say that with some strength. Lord, you are good, right? And then you say the great one, the great one lives inside of me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. When the great one lives inside of you, baby, don't nothing else matter. Don't matter. Don't nothing else matter. Nothing, nothing else matters because the great and if the great one is living inside of me and he is good then guess what i'm so good i'm so good i'm so good greater is he that is in me you got to get a revelation of that you got to keep saying that greater is he that is in me 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 yes the great one lives inside me. no greater is he so when 
when the enemy tries to press anything else in your spirit, when the enemy tries to press anything else in your mind, no, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The great one lives inside of me. The great one lives inside of me. The great one lives inside of me. When your mind starts speaking ugly to you, the great one lives inside of me. When the enemy starts telling you you don't have the capacity to do something, the, no, the great one lives inside of me. When you think you're running out of strength, no, the great one lives inside of me. When you feel like you're, no, the great one lives inside of me. When you're feeling afraid and worried, no, the great one lives inside of me. The great one, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The great one is inside of me. And if the great one lives inside of me, I ain't got nothing to worry about. You got to get, you got to conceive that. You got to understand the power in that. You got to understand the power in that. If he lives inside of me, right? Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Then I am more than a conqueror. My God, then I am more than my circumstances. Then I am more than my situation. My God, I bind our mind to the mind of Christ. I bind our will. Greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. You got to take that by faith today. You got to understand that he lives inside of you. So when the, your when your mind is trying to talk to you, anything outside of what the word of God says, your position is now the great one lives in me. Now the great one lives in me. And if, if sickness tries to come in, now the great one lives in me. For he was wounded for my transgressions. He was... He was chastised. He was chastised for my peace. He was bruised for my iniquities, and by his stripes I'm healed. That's why the great one lives in me. And if the greater one lives in me, can't no cancer live in me? Can't no fibromyalgia? Can't no MS live in me? My God, I'm I'm sorry. If the great one lives inside of me, my God, then I am more than a conqueror, and there is no circumstance or no situation that can overwhelm me and over. We succumb too much. We get too much voice. The enemy got too much voice. He takes up too much residence in our thoughts, too much residence in our head, too much. Mm -mm. The great one lives inside of me. And even if you got a loved one that's struggling in some areas, that's got to be your position with them. Mm -mm. The great one lives inside of them. If they've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, now the great one lives inside of them. The great one lives inside of them. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Father, we glorify you. Father, we magnify you. Father, we lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over this devotional. We cancel every assignment of the enemy. We drive out every force of darkness. Satan, you are defeated and under our feet. My God, we lift up the name of Jesus. We lift up the name of Jesus, for greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I glorify you. I glorify you. I glorify you. I glorify you. My God, the devil got to move today. Why? Because the great one lives inside of you. The devil got to move today. The great one lives inside of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. Lord, we set aside this moment for you. This is not about us. This is about you. Father God, we thank you that your glory is being revealed on this devotional. We thank you that your glory is being revealed in our life. 
We thank you for supernatural feet peace. We thank you for your steadfastness. We thank you for your favor. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your joy. We thank you for your strength. We drive out all matter of darkness, Father God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for revelation knowledge, Father God. Anything that is in our eyes or in our ears that's distracting us, Father God, we're going to remove the plank from our eyes this morning. We're going to set ourselves at your feet this morning, and we're going to sup with you, Daddy God. We need to learn more of you, Lord God. So strengthen us in your truth. Strengthen us in your word, Lord. God, let us rightly divide the word of God. Let us rightly divide the word of God. We drive out all manner of anxiety. We drive out all fear. We drive out anything that would keep us from listening on this devotional. Anything that would try to distract us. You have our undivided attention this morning. We lay aside every way. We cast all our cares on you, Father God, for you care for us. My God, let us experience your hand today. Thank you, God for your daily bread. Your kingdom come, your will be done in our lives. Your kingdom come, your will be done in our finances. Your kingdom, it's too many of y'all that's been struggling financially for way too long. And can I tell you something? Um, it is not that we focus on finances, but when we are struggling finances, especially when we are tither and we are seed sower, you got to get a revelation of who your daddy is. You got to understand that he provides for you. You got to understand that if God called you to something, then he's going to make sure you have exactly what you need. So when I'm tithing and I'm sowing seed and I'm following kingdom and my life is not lining up, then I got to begin to speak to the devourer. You got to command Satan to get up off your stuff. Satan, you release my stuff now. You cannot keep holding my stuff, right? Remember when Daniel, remember when we talked about that in Daniel in the 10th chapter, when he said, we heard your prayers on the third day. And because you humbled yourself, Daniel, and because you found yourself faithful, we heard you. But the prince of Persia was trying to fight against you. The prince of Persia was trying to keep you from walking in um, all that you were supposed to be. That's what happens to us because he knows if we get all the things that we need so that we can go make a difference for kingdom, that we will change this world. We will change. And so God has got to become your resource. And if you have had your eyes set on anything else other than God becoming your resource and know this devotional ain't about to be about no money, but I felt the spirit of the Lord say, we have to anchor ourselves down in truth. We are together here corporate. And if one can put a thousand to fight, then all of us can put 10,000 a flight. And we telling every principality, every devil in hell that's just been holding on our stuff. We cancel the assignment of the enemy against us. You release our stuff today, Satan, in Jesus name. You release our stuff. You cough it up. You loose it. You let it go. My God, I decree and declare checks in the mail, bills paid off, debts demolished, royalties received. This is our time of favor. You can no longer have access. You will not eat up our stuff. We will not be wise in our own eyes. Lord God, you scripted our lives. Our books are written out for us. I thank you today, Father God, for our daily bread. We are not supposed to be broke. We are not supposed to be lacking. We cannot. Here's how I know we're not supposed to be broke or lacking. Here's how I know this. If the Lord said, bring all your tithes into the storehouse so that there can be meat in my house, right? If the Lord says, given, it should be given unto you. Press down, shaking together, run it over so men and women shook it. If he's got a giving system and you don't have anything to give, that don't make sense. So if I don't have something to give, something is wrong. If he's a giver, if God loves a cheerful giver, if God loves a cheerful giver, if God, and we, we'll sit in the same mindset 
thinking we supposed to have just enough, right? If I'm supposed to take care of the poor, how can I take care of the poor if I don't have the resources to take care of the poor? How can I do it? How can I take care of the poor? How can I take care of the sick? So how can I take care of people who may need medicine and they don't have medicine? And we'll sit around and think that we just supposed to have kind of like a little bit or we just supposed to have enough. Or we No, if he's telling me to take care of the poor, how am I supposed to take care of the poor if the resources are not there for me to take care of the poor and we'll live in just enough and we'll live we won't even live in what god is saying to us and we want to accept the reality of the truth is god now i need to get in above i need to get above your bills i need to get above your circumstances i need to give a get above your thoughts i need to do exceedingly abundantly above all that you think of more so that you're able to give to the poor so you're able to Take care of James says you do not get right. Find that scripture. You you do not get because you want to put it on yourself. Well, for those of us that don't want to put it on ourselves, and our desire is to be a conduit for kingdom, and we are tithing and we are seed sowing and something, then something is being held up for us in the spirit realm. The prince of Persia is fighting against us, so we will not have what we're supposed to have. Now I drive out every manner of darkness. Father God, we repent if there is anything in our life that we have done. We were out of time. We didn't honor you in tithe. See, so we repent right now. That washes our slate clean. You said submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. We are submitting our finances to you this morning in the name of Jesus. We drive out all manner of darkness right now in the name of Jesus. Satan, we sever the hands. We sever the cords. In the name of Jesus, we release divine arsenal to attack the enemy's camp. We apply pressure in the spirit. You no longer can have our finances and the resources that belong to us so that we can do more good for kingdom. We drive out every distraction, every hindrance, loose it now in the name of Jesus and let it go and let it go in the name of Jesus. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I magnify you. My God, I glorify you. Make more fruit abound to your account. We are not, how can, that's, that's what God, how can, every time in the Every time in the Bible that I see God called somebody to something, they also had the resources they need. They were not just called to something without the resources. This ministry is called to reach the nation. The resources got to be here. This ministry is called to restore. We we feed the streets once a month. We're supposed to feed people every day. My God, this, this ministry is called to countries. We, we're called to develop gardens. We're called to restore the lost. We're called to help people to, pe to teach people to learn how to fish. There's creative miracles that's supposed to be assigned to our lives and to this ministry. We are not supposed to live in lack. We are not supposed to live in less than what God said for us. It does not line up. God cannot call you to, to this thing. He cannot call you to medicine and not provide. He cannot call you to teaching and not provide. He cannot call you to whatever he's calling to. The devourer, the enemy loves for us to think that we are not supposed to have the resources and we are supposed 
supposed to have the resources so that we can go make more impact. It's not for us. It's for God's glory. So Lord God, I thank you. You're turning around every circumstance and every situation. I drive out every force of hell that has tried to come against our resources. And where we don't have money, we thank you for supplying us with supernatural favor. You better pull down what you need from heaven today. You better pull down. You better decree and declare the mountain you need. More fruit abound to your account so that you can be more giver. Father God, give me more fruit to my account so that he can be more given. And then you need to receive it. Father God, we receive our resources. We receive our harvest now. Ministering spirits, go get our harvest now in Jesus name. And the just shall take it by faith. You got to get a different mentality. Like you got to ask the Lord, give me a different mentality of why you want me to have money. It's not about me. It's about the places that you're calling me to. We need to be able to bless people in the grocery store when they can't pay their groceries. We need to be able to put gas and fill up people gas tanks when we can't fill up. That. That's got to be, we got to desire that. We got to desire more for others, not for ourselves. We got a desire or uh, for more for others, not for ourselves. Lord, change our mind about money. Change our mind about it. Change our mind about money. Let us not have a world's mentality about money. Let's not think more about ourselves. Let us think about others. Position us so that we can go change lives for others, so that we can go buy houses for others, so we can restore hope to what it's like to be in kingdom. My God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I praise you. My God, I glorify you. I lift up the name of Jesus. I lift up the name of Jesus. We drive out every force of darkness, every force of darkness. We thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Open up the windows of heaven. Pour out a blessing on us, Lord God, that we do not stand in need of. And if you know you're a tither, go put Malachi 3 and 10 on your money. Um, go put Philippians. Um, I think it's four. Um, ah, I don't have my book over here by me. Go put Malachi 3 and 10. Go put Luke and 6 and 38 on your mind. Like set those scriptures and put a demand in the spirit and remind God, no, you said I'm a tither. And you said, if I brought all your stuff to the storehouse, that you would open up the windows of blessings and don't count blessings as just money. Count blessings as favor. Count blessings as bills being reduced. Yeah, just do like do, do it. Ask the Lord to show you this. Put the scripture aside with your money. Ask him to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask when you don't pray selfish like that and you begin to ask God to to do more for you so you can do more for others do you know God will honor that now he knows if your heart is deceitful he knows if you're lying he knows that so you ain't gonna get it if he knows you're lying but he knows within the name of Jesus that if your heart is to do good especially when you're in the covenant of the tithe he'll he knows that he knows that he's like they really want to bless others they really 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 want to give to others they they even in their little they give that that's a sign god knows that even in your little even in your little you'll give you'll give and shamika i pray for you i don't want you to think i didn't pray for you i pray for you woman of god even in your little you'll give you'll take your little and give that's when god knows your heart is towards giving that's when god knows that you're a sower it's not about the amount even in your little you'll give and so we're asking god to open up the i felt this i 
Can I say that, Holy Spirit? Yes. I feel a corporate blessing on us. I feel a corporate blessing on us. I promise I do. He will give seed to the sower. I feel a corporate anointing on this. I feel a corporate blessing. And no demon, no devil in hell, no demon, no devil in hell can stand against this. No, can we cancel every assignment of the enemy right now in Jesus' name? We thank you, Father God. You are opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing on us right now in the name of Jesus. Ministering spirits, angels, go get our harvest now in the name of Jesus. My God, I feel a qu God knows my desire to give. God, God knows I had to lean and get my book. God knows my desires to give. God knows my heart to give. God knows I'm not going to be stingy. He knows it. He knows I'm not going to be stingy. I, he knows it. Luke 6 and 38, Matthew 13 and 18, Philippians 4 and 19, and Malachi 3 and 10. And start reading those scriptures. Start saying out your mouth what the word of God. Believe God for the 30, 60, 100 fold so that you can be a blessing in the kingdom. I'm not talking about asking for money for yourself. I'm not talking about doing, no, I don't want to just give a monthly partnership. God, I want to be able to pay some debts off. God, I want to be able to pay some house off. God, I want to be out. This, this is my personal heart. God, I want to be able to take single moms and build them communities and restore them and, re and restore them and restore them and, and let them know how much you love them. I want to be able to do that for them. I want to be able to open them up to entrepreneurship and open them up to see how, how their mistakes, you can take even their mistakes and bless them to prosper. That's how we got to talk to daddy God. That's how we got to stand with daddy God. That's how we, I want to change. I want to change their lives. I want to change their thoughts towards themselves. I want, I don't want them to work two, three, four jobs. I want them to learn how you can take their little and make it much so that they can be better mothers and stuff. That's my heart's desire. That's how we got to talk to God. That's how we got to talk to God. That, that, that's how we got to talk to God. I don't want the homeless. I want stations for the homeless. I want buildings for the homeless. I want build. I want buildings. I want buildings. I need buildings. I need food. I need resource. There shouldn't be homeless people out in the street. My God, we need shelters, Lord God. We need opportunities. We need wealth, riches, and power in our name. That's we need that. I don't want to just pray for people. I want to pray and bless in Jesus' name. That's my heart's desire. That I want to teach women how to get about their hustle for kingdom so they're not tired out and taxed out and can be good moms. Lord God, I thank you for the resources. I thank you for the resources. I thank you for the resources. I thank you that the resources are coming to your house today. In Jesus name, by faith, my God, I thank you. My God, I bless you. My God, I glorify you. My God, it's, that's my desire. Like, that's my desire. That is my desire. I, I want everybody that comes in contact with me to leave me 
me better. Leave me better. Leave me better. I want you to leave me better. My God, in Jesus' name. My God, in Jesus' name. So that you can get the glory. You can get the glory. You can get. There's so much more we have to do. There's so much. It's bigger than just this moment. It's so much more we have to do. So we got to stand in faith for those things to happen for us. You got a vision burning inside of you. You got a dream burning inside of you. God has to provide resources for that dream. Father God, we thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, you are providing resources for their dream. We drive out the spirit of lack. We drive out the spirit of poverty. We drive out the spirit of indecisiveness. Right now, in the name of Jesus, open up the windows, Daddy God, and pour out a blessing. We don't have room for it. My God, in the name of Jesus, lather it on us. My God, we are not selfish. Father God, you said... Give and it shall be given unto us. Press down, shaking together, runneth over. Shall men and women give us? We're taking that literally, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. You said you would supply all our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. We receive that by faith, Lord God. You said we in the same year that we sow, we could receive 30, 60, and 100 fold return. Thank you for 30, 60, and 100 fold return. And I decree and declare and pray over you that more fruit abound to your account. <laughs> Like never before, like never before, like multiplication and increase. I'm decreeing and declaring God knock your socks off. Not for yourself. Not for your I we got too much to do. This how we gotta pray. This guy, we gotta look to the hills which come in our health. We gotta stand for what we believe in God for. We gotta stand for the shelters. When God puts a dream and birth something inside of you, he's got to fund it. You just might need to slow down so that he can lead you into the right place in the right direction. Father, I thank you for divine setups today. I thank you for divine appointments today. I thank you, Father God, you are orchestrating our day intentionally. So we walk into right what we need. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. That's it. My God, that wasn't even a word today. That's what I felt in my spirit for us to pray corporately. We are a corporate community of believers. I thank you for that. I thank you, Father God, for 100% tithers. I thank you for 100% seed sowers. I thank you we will not be slack. I think we will not quench the Holy Spirit. We will give when you tell us to give so that we can be restored and be in position. We will do the things that you tell us to do. Lord God, we will honor you in tithe and thoughts and deeds and actions so that you can provide every there is not a resource that you have that God can't take care of there is not a resource that you have that God cannot take care of and if we will get in position and we will begin to honor God and do the things that he asks us and stop treating money like it belongs to us <laughs> if we'll stop treating money like it belongs to us and act like it belongs to God so when he tells us to so so even if he doesn't tell us to so do the things that God asks us to do. I promise you, he'll put more in your hands. I, when you are a faithful over a little, God will give you much. He's looking for your faithfulness. He's looking for how you treat what he gives you. He's looking for how every time he asks you to honor him, what you do, he's looking at that because that's a kingdom currency. And when he, he knows where your heart's desire is, he knows where you are. He knows where your thoughts are. May more fruit abound to your account. My God, Lord, we thank you for being the good shepherd. We thank you for being the good shepherd. We thank you for being the good shepherd in Jesus name. 
let me just give you a taste of what I was going to give you today. We're still learning the Lord as the good shepherd. And I want to yield to the Holy Spirit. Let's go to Psalms 23 and 3. We're still learning him as a good shepherd. Even what we were talking about today is us learning to be the good shepherd. If we will start praying for others and praying his will into this earth. Do you know what will happen as a community of believers? Do you know how we'll change things if we stop being stingy and selfishness? Selfishness is keeping us from making impact. We store up stuff and stuff. I had to tell the Lord, Lord, forgive me if I've spent any dollar of yours and used it selfishly. I'm sorry. I want all your money to have purpose. Show me any area of my life where there's a leak or there's something. Forgive me. That is not my determination. I want to honor you in all things. Let me not get caught up into what this world says is successful or anything else. That's my repent. That was my repent for today. And when you repent, your slate is white, can't clean. And then so when you start speaking life and speaking more fruit about to your account, all of those things begin to manifest. And a repent turns things around quickly. A sincere repent turns things around quickly. My God, Psalms 23 and 3, we're still talking about the Lord as our shepherd. In this third verse, we're talking about how he restores our soul, how he leads us into the path of righteousness for his namesake, right? And we're not going to spend a lot of time talking on what it means to be righteous, but we receive our righteousness in Christ Jesus. When we accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, then we are made righteous, which means um, we are we are holy. We are set apart. Um, we are not um, we are not filthy sinners. We are not filthy rags. We are the righteousness in Christ Jesus. And when we are in the righteousness of in Christ Jesus, we have to begin to see ourselves as God sees us. We have to begin to imagine ourselves as what God says. Those are the type of steps that we've got to make. So when we learn God as good shepherd, we are learning to allow God to lead us. My God, I need you to lead me, Lord. That, that needs to be what we say. Lord, I need you to lead me. Lord, I give you permission to lead me. Lord, I'm sorry for not allowing you to lead me. I need you to lead me, Lord. I need you to lead me. I need you to, I need to drive out this flesh. I don't need this flesh to lead me because this flesh is going to lead me to a wasteland. This flesh is going to lead me in circles. This flesh is going to lead me in cycles. No, I need you to lead me. I need you to lead me, dear Lord. I need you to lead me on the path of righteousness for your namesake, not for the sake of Lakeisha, not for the sake of my own gain. Now, I need you to lead me on this right, this path of righteousness for your namesake, for what your name is. I need you to lead me. <laughs> I need you to lead me. So when I say, Lord, lead me, that's what we got to all be saying. Lord, lead me. Lord, I want your very best for my life. I don't want my best. I want your very best for my life. When we're asking God to lead us, what we're asking him to do is to guide us into the right conduct. 
My God, can I tell you something? That's where the difficulty has been, right? That's where the difficulty has been. God has been trying to lead us into the right conduct, but because our flesh is so used to doing things a certain way, right? He's because when because here's the thing that I love. Remember, if we back up to the second verse, right? He leads me besides the still waters. He 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 restores my soul, right? He's leading me besides the still waters so he can restore my soul. Well, once I hear you holy spirit once my sword gets my story gets result my my soul gets restored remember we talked about taking the rest yesterday when i take the rest and my soul gets restored then then somebody say then once I he restores my soul, there's a semicolon there. There's a continuance. So once he restores my soul, once my soul is restored, once he's imparted me, once he's made me over, um, once once he's enlightened me, once he's a, he restores my soul, there's a continuance there. Then he's going to lead me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. God doesn't do um, halfway leading because it's not because of you, it's on him. <laughs> Remember when we were reading something about the children of Exodus of Israel the other day? He said, and I've got to do this for my glory. So he's not doing this. He restores my soul. Then he leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. God has got to do absolutely everything he said he did in his word. That's why this book, the book of life is a map for us. It's a leading, it's a guidance for us. So when I say he leads me, right? And I'm going to give you for our first part of this. He leads me or guides me to conduct me, to show me the way. I don't know the best way for my life. I don't know the best way. When I have led and got led and guide myself, led, I don't end up in the right places. As a matter of fact, I sometimes end back up in the same place again. But when he leads me and guides me, I'm going to be led in the right place for his namesake. That's why the Holy Spirit is so important. That's I drive out every spirit that's been misleading you. That's why you cannot compromise yourself. That's why you cannot position or put yourself in a place where you're compromised. Because if the Lord leads you, you're going to get into righteousness, in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Exodus 13 and 21. And this is and the Lord went before them in a pillar of cloud to guide their way by day and a pillar of fire to give them light by night so they can travel by day or by night. This is a divine leading. This is a divine cloud. This is a divine. This is a holy leading. This is an inner knowing, right? Inner knowing. God, is, he said when he's leading them, he's leading you, leading them by a cloud. When the Lord is leading, he is also guiding. When he is leading, he's showing you the way. When he's leading, he's also guiding you. So you're not going to slip. Your foot are not going to slip. You're not going to get entangled in crazy things when you're allowing um, the Lord to guide you. When the Lord is guiding you, he's assisting you. Come on, Holy Spirit. When the Lord is guiding you, he's assisting you. He's teaching you how to travel. He's teaching you how to climb the mountains. He's teaching you. As a matter of fact, Jesus, asked, asked, he never told us to climb 
a mountain. He says, speak to the mountain and command the, the mountain to get out your way. He's telling you how to deal with the mountains. He's assisting you to reach your final destination in heaven because we grow from glory to glory. That he will lead you. Yes, he is le he's leading you from temptation. He always provides a way of, of escape. He will lead you from temptation. He will guide you into the position and place. When he is guiding you, he is the one teaching you. Only the Holy Spirit can teach you how to get to your final destination, which is heaven. Only the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man gets to the Father but through me. See, it's more to that scripture than that. We thought it was just about, come on, Holy Spirit. We thought it was just about being saved. It's not just about being saved. He wants to lead you. He wants to be your father. He wants to be your good shepherd. He wants to give you the instructions you need. He needs to give you the guidance. He, he, the Holy Spirit is the only one. That's why Jesus said, I got to go. I got to go so that the comforter, the advocate, the strength, the teacher can come so that he can lead you right back to me. He's going to remind you of absolutely everything I told you. He's going to remind you. He's going to bring you back. So he's the person to assist me. Can I tell you something else? Can I give you just a little bit more and then we're going to get out of here. His guiding leads you through unfamiliar areas. Oh! <laughs> oh! When you are in unfamiliar territory, you, you remember he said, you don't have to be afraid, right? The pillar of cloud that he, he lead, he will lead you through unfamiliar territories. When you are, when you are growing, when you are leaping, when you are going to do the more for God, when you didn't have revelation knowledge, he leads you into unfamiliar territories. <laughs> he leads you into unfamiliar territory. He's the only one that has the tools and the skills and the knowledge for the territories. That's why it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. And then if you skip back down there, it says, even through the valley of the shadow of death, even when I'm near death, even when I'm in unfamiliar territories, he has the capacity to lead me. I do not lead myself, but I have to have the scales off my eyes. I have to, I have to, I have to buy, the, I have to get the eye salve off. Cause do you know you can be leading yourself, but saying it's God. Do you know that? That you can be leading yourself, but saying it's God. I have so much to teach you in this. I have so much to teach you in this. And, um, uh, an example that you lead yourself and say it's God is haste. Can I say that, Holy Spirit? Absolutely. <laughs> haste, haste. There's a scripture I'm going to give you to back that. We're going to define haste and then we out. I'm gone. Uh, 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 we're going we gonna to define haste. A uh, 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 way we'll think it's God, oh, God told me to do this, is when we do things in haste. Haste means excessive speed or urgency or movement or action or hurry. And the devil knows when we do things in haste that we will make a mistake. So when we are dealing with the spirit of the Lord and the Lord is haste made me make so many bad decisions. I made a decision yesterday because I didn't do my research. And I just told the Lord this morning when I made the bad decision, it wasn't the worst decision. I just didn't do my research. I didn't ask more questions. I just kind of went with something. And then when I, 
when I talked about the Lord today, I was like, Lord, that was just haste. I should have just done my research. I should have asked more questions. Isaiah 52 and 12 says, but you will not leave in haste or go in flight for the Lord will go before you. The God of Israel will be your rear guard. Anytime we are hasty in decision making, we uh, we do it in a, a movement of an action or hurry without asking God all the questions, rashness. We don't spend our time before God. We don't pray this thing through. We don't get swift move, uh, celery. We're doing it. God, we're not supposed to do things in haste. Now, God may tell you, um, you need to get on something, but still when we get on something, when we do something, when we open up businesses, God never has us do th those things in haste because he knows when we have haste, we, we lose our footing. We slip. We have a chance to slip. Even they were, they were needing the children of Israel. Thank you, Holy Spirit. That's it. The children of Israel were needing to get out of there, right? And God was like, get out of there. He said, but don't leave in a hurry. Don't leave in a haste for the Lord God goes before you and the God of Israel is your rear guard. You ain't got to leave in a hurry. You ain't got to do it in a hurry. You ain't got to do it in a haste. So anytime I feel the enemy trying to rush me or anytime I start feeling rushed, I know that's not from God. I know that's not from God. That's not from God. And I can put it on God and it could be something God told me to do. It could be something God told me to do. But if I am hasty, if I am rushed, if I don't spend time bathing this thing, ministry takes prayer, baby. Businesses take prayer, baby. Ministry and businesses take prayer. Marriage takes prayer, baby. You ain't in no rush to get married. Marriage takes prayer, baby. Um, promotion takes prayer, baby. A prayer life takes prayer. Like all of these things take prayer, right? So when I am hasty, when I am hasty, right? Then I'm going to make a decision and I'm going to make a decision that's not probably not going to honor God. I got to go. <laughs> I got to go. I got to go. I got to go. I love y'all so much. We're going to eat more of this. We got a whole Bible to cover. We got to go back over things. We got to be built up in the community. Can I tell y'all something? Can I say this? Holy Spirit. I don't even want to put no focus on it, but it's so exciting. Tomorrow we will hit. We're going to celebrate something in the morning. I'm not going to even. I can't. Thank you. We're going to celebrate the 900th devotional tomorrow of coffee and comfort conversations tomorrow 900 the 900th devotional tomorrow of coffee and conversations god done showed out that he allowed lmj ministries to bring the gospel to the world 900 episodes nine 900 episodes my god God, and we're going to bless the name of the Lord for the opportunity. We're going to bless the name of the Lord. Look, if you've never accepted Jesus Christ, it's not, don't even, don't even congratulate me. Congratulate the Lord. Like, don't congratulate. Yeah, praise God for me. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Don't, don't, none of, don't put none of me in this. We're going to praise God. We're going to bless God. We're going to bless God. We're going to bless God. Lakeisha can't get no credit. We're going to get, but we're going to bless God for this. 900 devotionals throughout the world in countries I didn't even know were possible. And because of you, because of every time you shared, because of every time you prayed, you are part of this too. My God, I thank you. If you've never accepted Jesus,
Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. This is your moment. I want you to be a part of this kingdom. I want you to be led. I want you to be guided. I want you to be a part of this process. All you got to do is accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's all you got to do. You got to make a decision today. You know what? I want Jesus to become my Lord and Savior. You got to first acknowledge I'm a sinner, right? Lord God, I'm a, I'm a sinner and I'm in need of a savior. Please, Jesus, come into my heart and take over my life. My God. And guess what? The Holy Spirit will do the rest. And if you pray that prayer, if you acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, if you made a decision today, you want to invite him to the heart and take over your life. Can you do me a favor? Can you please send me an email at info at justbeinglmj.com? And I want to send you some resources and materials. And if <laughs> this is serious, if the Lord puts on your heart. My God, I thank you for partnership because that's how we're able to do 900 episodes. That's how we've been able to get the glory of God, the get God throughout there. If God puts on your heart to partner with this ministry or sow a seed into this ministry, please go do so and make more fruit abound to your account. <laughs> and may he supply all your needs according to you. Go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, click donate. Sow the seed, sow the biggest seed of your life, whatever God, however God the seed leads you. Dollar sign, LMJ Ministry, cash out there. Go say, sow the biggest seed of your life and trust God. I promise you more fruit will abound to your account. I promise you he'll do more for you. I love you so much. Daddy God loves you. Back here in the morning, 5 a.m. Now come in with your celebration mindset tomorrow. Y'all woohoo today. Tomorrow come in with your celebration mindset. 900 devotional. We are going to bless the name of the Lord like never before. Like never before. We're going to bless the name of the Lord because with only him it's been possible. I love you so much more than anything. God loves you. I'll see you back in the morning, 5 a.m. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.